Shadow's not much of a fighter unless Laddie was going to. Lad would have really had to like menace Kara or something. Yeah, right. Otherwise, he'd have looked and go, mm. "You want to see where the valuables are?" Yeah, if I can. Uh, you want some treats? Now I miss my dog. Thank. I hope you're happy. For a whole day, I've had to go. Oh. I miss your dog too. I miss Listen, my dog. If you like Shadow, like, subscribe, and follow. This is truly news. For no I other reason Shadow. than I have no idea how that fits. He was besides a cute he, was part, he was part of the best, the best burn on my daughter in the history of her life. <laughs> and it happened when she was a teenager, and she's 42 now, and it was still the best burn ever. I Where was I? So good. And you still, he's still proud of that. I am. Yep. Those are, there are two things he will bring up that burn. Yeah. And, and I've seen you naked. And that always works so well with, you know. What was she, 18 when I did that the first time? Oh, my. <laughs> you should have seen her face. I literally, she, her jaw was dribbling off the floor. I was pretty sure that he had just killed my dog. <laughs> and then I had to explain, you know, you were this big. There were diapers involved. You were baby, that sort of thing. Everything's okay. So like, subscribe, and follow. This is Truly News for exciting stories like this from our past. <laughs> because at our age, it's about all we really remember anymore. Than this. Exactly. We tell them yep. over and over again. Then they become yep. repasts. And then if you... if you, oh, Why do I even... So you've liked, subscribed, and followed. If you got a story for us... This is True Really News, T-I-T-R at netradio.network. And you can always, wherever you watch, listen, or avoid us like the plague, you can leave a comment right there. Repast. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. An Australian couple had to pay more than $3,000 to board their flight to the UK. They could have just given it to the dog and he would have it. <laughs> right? Because, and in this case, they could have. Because of a name discrepancy on one of their tickets. Phil and Kate from Brisbane bought two return tickets to London. Now, I'm guessing what return tickets means is round trip in U.S. parlance. I would guess. For $4,800 Australian, or about $3,200 American. They so bought, our dollar is worth more than the Australian dollar? Oh, yeah. Good for us. They bought the flights on a travel website named Student Universe. But the Brisbane check-in counter, the couple was informed of an issue with one of their tickets. Oh. Phil had booked his wife's ticket under Kate. But the name on oh, her no. passport was Catherine. Yeah. Virgin advised the couple they could make the small change on the booking website for a small administrative fee. But Student Universe told them they would need to cancel Kate's ticket on, with only a partial refund and buy a new ticket under Catherine. The network said the ticket cost them 4700 bucks Australian or about uh, 3100 bucks American. They didn't have time, that was their reasoning, to issue a name change on the ticket, but they had time to sell us a new ticket, according to Phil. Well, and that's special. Kate added, I begged them on the phone, please, you can't do that. That's all our holiday money gone in a flash. Didn't matter, did it? Phil felt exploited by the response. They've just taken advantage of the entire situation, particularly peak travel season, and time was of the essence. 
A student universe representative who may or may not have sounded like a Decepticon robot said it was required to adhere to change and cancellation policies by the airlines. Oh, please. This, in this instance, the name changes were not permitted, meaning the only option was to cancel and rebook the ticket. As we were only made aware by the customer of their error within three hours of the flight departure, this led to further airline-imposed charges, which could have been avoided by acting earlier, the representative said, rubbing their hands together and hopping from one foot to the other in evil glee. For those of us who are old, Snidely Whiplash come to mind right there? Eat. Catherine and Kate. Hi, my name's Kate, but my real name is Guadalajara. <laughs> my name is Scott, but they call me Pantaloons. At Bangkok's Don Wong Airport, a 57-year-old Thai woman... Which airport? Don Wong. Oh, I thought you said Don Juan. And I'm going, what the heck that is That would Spanish not be in airport? Bangkok. <laughs> no, couldn't be. Spain, maybe Portugal. Right, or Brazil. No, could be, it's possible. Anywhere in at, South America. At Bangkok's Don Muang Airport. <laughs> I don't even know if that's right. M-U-E-A-N-G, I'm going with Muang. Yeah, there you go. A 57-year-old Thai woman was preparing to board a flight when, much like you or I would do, she became caught in the moving walkway in Terminal 2. Wow. Yeah. How? The lower part of the woman's leg was trapped beneath the belt at the end of the walkway. A medical team had to cut the leg off above the knee. No. And then she was and then she was sent to a holding cell where she had to fill up medical papers because they had her name wrong. Her name was Catherine, but no. She's known as Paisley. <laughs> they transferred the poor lady to a hospital to assess the chances of reattachment. Oh, my goodness. The airport director offered my deepest condolences and no kidding. Right. He said the airport would be fully responsible for the victim's medical costs. Oh, that avoids it. That avoids a bit of the lawsuit. It should avoid a lot of the lawsuit. I'm guessing now it's going to be the contractor and whoever put the walkway in. Well, you, but whoever you're also talking the emotional damage. And yeah, true. true. Yeah, so they're going to get some. It of is that. Bangkok, though. Well, yeah, they you know say. how one night in Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> and your legs lost. Shh, everyone will want one. Um, this is an update update story that Tony did some time ago now. A man who spent fourteen thousand dollars to become a dog. Oh yeah. Recently attempted an agility course with results. The Japanese man who goes by the name of Toko when he's in the furry suit has garnered quite a following in recent years. He first if, hit the if the jaw could move, you'd never know. Right? He first hit the headlines after clips of his incredibly lifelike dog suit were shared online. Since yep. then, he's kept people up to date with his experiences as uh, Toko via his YouTube channel. Recently, Toko bought himself his own dog crate to sleep in. Sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't notice. All right, go. No, we're good. <laughs> okay. And shared what it was like to go on a walk wearing his leash. He talked somebody into taking him for a walk. You know, I've heard about that, but it's in those magazines that 
Yeah. And now Toko has embarked on an agility course in a video. <laughs> embarked. That was, yeah, you're right. See, that was uploaded to YouTube just a bit ago. He starts with a jump where he lands on the bar a few feet off the ground, which would... <laughs> which would which would lead to an automatic disqualification in competition, according to one dog trainer. <laughs> I think he was trying to do the Fosbury flop. And uh, he's a dog. Dogs don't do Fosbury <laughs> flops. Despite that, the dog trainer credited Toko for ensure, ensuring the weave poles were left correctly, even as he struggled to get through them. My guess is he's too big for him. This is the thing because he's a man sized yep. uh what lassie um what kind of dog Collie. is that? Collie, that's it toko went on to reveal he wears the dog costume around once a week saying he mostly does so at home way to relax here's my great 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 concern sir he's been taken for walks outside yeah he's gone and done the agility course is he going yeah. to want to complete no because the... no one would be that weird yeah, can you take me outside to poop? That's the thing I can imagine him requesting. Okay, I want to have a show of hands. If anyone's surprised, that's what came to Scott's mind. Sure. No, no. You don't get a vote, but it was still unanimous. <laughs> German artist <laughs> Werner Hartel of Reicherbaren. Ooh. Stunning agriculture and landscape scenes, mostly of cows. Has he ever seen a collie out in the field? Um... No, different time oh, zone. Okay. Yeah. According to Oddity Central, so you know something's up. What says Hartle apart is his medium of choice. You want to guess what he uses to paint? Cow poop. Diluted cow poop. Well, you have to. You can't really... You know, if you can throw it, you can't, for being... you can't really paint it if you can throw it. <laughs> and he they places, do look like Frisbees. They really do. He apparently places a canister beneath the south end of a northbound cow as it is relieving itself, then mixes it with water. Man, what a job. You're sitting there just following cows around all day going, you know. At what point do you suppose in his young life did he wake up and go, I know what I want to do with my life? Hoop for art. See, and I would take that an entirely different way. Uh, he said, I use watered-down dung for the light shades. I use dung with no water mixed in for the dark shades. And I think I speak for the entire room, and I go, oh. Well, I didn't really need to know. I could have guessed no. that part. When it's wet, the paint is a bit funky. Smells kind of grassy. But then it's, when it's completely dry, it doesn't smell anymore. You know, it reminds me of Glenn Eckhart. See, I could never get to that part. Glenn walks into my senior year of high school down in Kansas. We were out at Washburn Rural I've High School. I've met Glenn, haven't I? No, you have not met Glenn. Did, uh, you haven't met Eckhart. Okay. Um, and he died uh, a few years ago. I'm sorry to hear it. So I'm never going to meet him. I hope you're no, happy. He was, my, uh, he was my choir partner. Two more different people that couldn't have been stuck together. So he was nice and smart. <laughs> yes, he had intelligence and a bit of decorum. Not really. Uh, Glenn was very, very funny. And he comes into first hour choir laughing his butt off. And uh, I looked at him and I said, what is so funny? He says, you will not believe what happened to me yesterday after school. 
Now, Glenn would always ride his dirt bike to school. Well, not his dirt dirt bike. This was a street legal dirt bike. Um, and he was leaving for home. And he was at, uh, what, Wanamaker and the Cross Street. No one uh, knows but you. School was up. Well, and any, of, any of my friends from Topeka, like Terry Blount, are going to know what the Cross Street is there. All and right, I now we're up right to now. two of you. Well, Randy Williams might watch every now and again. Three. <laughs> and I'm fairly certain Mike doesn't because he's lived here long enough to know what kind of crap I get into. Uh, Mike Binkley, for those of you checking. Well, Binkley has a bit of decorum and taste. Yeah, because he was in the news forever. And he, does he still, ever, does he still admit Bink? to know? Yeah, does he still admit? We worked at KSDP, dude. Yeah, right. I had I had um, I had dinner with Bink and Rala and Lisa Goodyear a couple of years ago, and so he still admits to knowing me. You look so much smarter when you meet him. He is so much smarter when you meet him. Not if he, he still admits to knowing you. <laughs> well, we were in kind of an out of the way restaurant. Kind of My sort of sister won't even admit to that unless you know you have papers. <laughs> so Let's anyway, see this picture. We're out in the rural. We're out in the sticks. 61st and Wanamaker. In any case, he pulls up to a stop sign and he's headed for his home in Auburn. And to his right had already stopped a truck dragging a horse trailer. Truck turns in front of him. He starts following and says, I must have been following too close or something. Because just about when I wasn't expecting it, one horse lifts its tail. Kerplop, kerplop. And is. let's go. And I said, it hit you? Well, I guess my mouth was open. <laughs> In the mouth? Lucille, you don't want to hear the rest of this. <laughs> and I'm doubled over and I said, I finally... I don't I, want to hear the rest. And Glenn's laughing and people are looking at us in class. And I looked at him and said, how did it taste? And he said, that's the worst part. Wasn't so bad. <laughs> Tasted like musty old hay. <laughs> Oh, good. At least it didn't taste like chicken. Right? <laughs> anyway, continue. I'm done. Thanks. We're good. That's about all the crap I can handle today. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>